Welcome to Do That Well. I'm your host, Brenda Brown, and with me in sunny Palm Springs, Miss Karen Thrall. So sunny. Is it sunny? Actually, I just made an assumption. No, it is. It is. I'm not going to lie. It's really nice. It's really pleasant. (laughs) So to all of our Seattle viewers, because I know we have a lot. uh, Yeah, and Vancouver. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Today on Do That Well, we are going to talk about your emotional tank and more specifically, how to recharge your emotional tank. Now, if you don't know what that means off of hearing it in this moment, that's okay because we're going to teach you in this episode what we mean when we say emotional tank. We'll teach you the signs to yourself that it's time to recharge your emotional tank because your emotional tank is empty. And then we'll go into (laughs) how you can actually refuel and bring that emotional tank back up to full. There's a lot of, um, you can hear it in the conversations uh, that people's morale is waning a a bit. Um, They've got their head above water and they're team players, but you can hear the fatigue. You can hear the the morale. We need people need a morale boost. Yeah, they do. It's it's so true. I know for me, uh, I know I was sharing with you recently, Karen. I actually am someone that does fall to seasonal affective disorder. So I know for me, this time of year always gets a little harder to find my motivation. I find that my emotional tank is fairly depleted. Something about that lack of sunshine, even though I'm now in a sunnier state <laughs> and and just the time of year. So I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that there are many people out there that uh, suffer from sad seasonal affective disorder. And I mean, there's a whole industry built off of it, right? Blue lights and thing, mm-hmm. sad lights and things like that. So to piggyback mm-hmm. on what you're saying, I do think that this is a conversation that is, this is the time for it. Mm-hmm. So here yeah. we are. Yeah. Let's, and it's like bringing the normal. Let's bring the normal. A lot of times when people feel depleted, um, they get quieter about it and they put on their game face, especially in the North America culture. We're always in our A game. You know, everything's the A game, but there are other letters in the alphabet sometimes where I'm in my M game or my V game or my Z game. You know, I just (laughs) don't always have the A. I don't have that A to, to get rolling. So this is very normal. And even though, yes, you're in San Francisco, and maybe there's more heat. The weather's nicer. You still have a marine layer of gray and fog that come in, you know, so that can affect you. And just winter, it's normal during this time of year to just not feel it like you do in the summer. And we're going to talk about it. What is the true meaning of this? Like when we say emotional tank, Karen, and when we, and when we talk about our emotional tank being empty, what are we actually, what are we actually saying here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, this is not about someone who's emotional. This is about every human has emotions. It is part of being a human. And some of us are higher, are more sensitive than others. I'm more sensitive. So my emotional, how I respond emotionally is stronger than somebody who takes a more even-keeled approach, maybe has a more intellectual, logical approach. But that person who's an intellect has the equal amount of emotions in them and their tank also empties. 
So what does it mean to have an empty tank? It's when you don't even know what's going on, when you can't actually define it. When I, some people uh, go super quiet, they go super quiet and then people think they're cold. Why are you so distant? Why are you, why are you, why are you leaving yourself alone? Why are you isolating yourself from the, why are you stonewalling? All those things. That is a, an empty emotional tank. I can't cope with this right now. You'll hear people say that, okay, I can't, I can't cope with this right now. That is an empty emotional tank. It's not just when someone has an outburst of emotion because they're exhausted, although that is also a symptom. You know, they, these are the things a lot of, and you actually, Brenda, you're the one who said it, so I'm going to volley back to you because I liked how you said it, but you mentioned fatigue in our prep time. You brought that that element up. Yes, definitely. Well, and when I brought it up, I was specifically thinking of pandemic fatigue mm-hmm. uh, because here we are and we're you know, over a year into this pandemic. And I know that a lot of people I know and myself included are starting to feel this pandemic fatigue. But I do think that this idea of feeling fatigue, emotional fatigue goes beyond what would be experienced specifically in the pandemic. You start to feel tired. Mm -hmm. Like I know sometimes I even will feel physically tired when that emotional tank is running low. Mm -hmm. And I, I know that I'm not alone. In mm-hmm, when that, exactly, you know, so exactly uh, having a low patience where you used to have a higher level of patience and you're not able to perform at that high level of patience like before, your emotional tank is drying up. <laughs> if you find yourself overwhelmed or feeling a little more stressed or feeling the urgency to solve something or do something, and all of a sudden things feel urgent, I need, I need to get this done now. And you don't question whether it's urgent or not. And you just find there's a reaction to do something. Could it be that your emotional tank is empty? People that overthink, they they get on a topic and they overthink it and overthink it. Could it be that you're just, your tank is empty? And you're putting more pressure on yourself to think and to come up with solutions when, when maybe that's not what you need right now. And I want to definitely speak to the people that are emotional like me and the people that are not emotional, that are like Corey. <laughs> not that he's not emotional, but he just he's way more even keeled. And, and learning when we have that empty feeling, it's going to look very different from somebody who is more logical or pragmatic or just kind of every day. It's going to look differently, but it does not mean you're, you are immune to an emotional empty tank. No one's immune to that. And with the fatigue that you're talking about, it's heightening all these emotions. Maybe you're a bit more curt. Maybe you're a bit more, just a bit more abrasive. You know, because it's different for you. I'm not usually this curt. Or if I am, it's not this often. Maybe you're honking the horn. Maybe you're looking at your phone because you stood in the coffee line for too long. There's things that are telling when your emotional tank is at is at a dry point, and these are these little secrets. It's not always an explosion. It's not always an outburst of crying, although that is too. <laughs> right. Well, that's the most obvious signal to us, right? If if you find that all of a sudden 
your fuse is really short or you're quick to have an emotional outburst, like that's a really obvious sign to you mm-hmm. uh, that your emotional tank is low. But as you said, there's all of these other smaller, more nuanced, subtle ways in which mm-hmm. we can start tuning into the fact that our emotional tank may be low. And I think for some people, it is it is a muscle that needs to be built. If you're not somebody that tends to be really in touch with your emotions or if you tend to not be super emotional, if you are a more even-keeled or even-tempered person typically, mm-hmm. it might take a little more work for you to discover what those tells are for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like playing poker, right? And people have their different tells – In Mm -hmm. poker, it's like you need to learn your own tells (laughs) for when your emotional Mm -hmm. tank is low. Mm -hmm. It's the the feeling of feeling out of sorts. You might be more clumsy. You might be forgetting things. Uh, Okay, and here's, I can, some of mine that are really quirky, bizarro, (laughs) but I know, I know. I'm not a social media type person, so I'm not on social media very much. So that is another, you might be distracting your mind, distracting yourself from what's really going on inside you by just preoccupying yourself with social media. However, however, I preoccupy myself on YouTube and I have two games on my phone that I will play for longer periods of time. Normally I don't. And all of a sudden I'm kind of liking that I've escaped. I'm escaping into this game. And what I used to for like, I'm an early morning riser and I like that quiet. And I know that I might want to check in on myself if I'm playing a game at six in the morning, you know, maybe, maybe something's not right here, you know, because what happened to that Zen, quiet, peaceful? Why all of a sudden do I feel the need to play a game on my phone when I am supposed to enjoy the sun rising with my hot tea? There's all these little things of distraction. If you find yourself overly distracted, filling your time with wasted time, that how are you? Because you might be avoiding, I don't want, you know, if I just avoid it, maybe it'll just go away. And what we're saying is it's normal. These are indicators that your emotional tank is depleted. And mm-hmm. and these are all the little symptoms that show up. Well, and what a visual to this idea that when our emotional tank is empty and then you might be seeking out a distraction. I, I do the same thing, Karen. I, I, not with YouTube and games, but I also will find myself going down like a social media rabbit hole. I made the mistake of putting TikTok on my phone. And now like that becomes the thing that I escape to. It's just all these little like videos. And I'll just go down this rabbit hole of watching, you know, like people <laughs> do all these weird TikTok challenges. And it's 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 not fulfilling to me in any way, but it is it is a way to escape. But what an interesting visual that when our emotional tank is empty, we then seek to fill it with something. Yes. And in this case, we're filling it with a distraction. Yes. So what happens when we take that cue to ourselves and we say, oh, I'm trying to fill my emotional tank with something, mm-hmm. but right now mm-hmm. I'm filling myself with a distraction. Mm-hmm. So how do we then stop ourselves and say, no, 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 we're not going to fill it with distractions. Mm -hmm. We're going to find other ways to actually refuel our emotional tank so that then we can come as a full 
present being. Because if your emotional tank is empty, then you don't have anything to give to anyone. How do you show up as a friend, as a partner, as a coworker, as an employee? You can't do any of those things fully if your emotional tank isn't full. Like it needs to start with you. There's a, these are just natural hints. Your body is talking to you. Your body's talking to you. It's saying you're out of sorts. Not everything is really doing well right now. And the emotions, emotions are, there's so many levels of emotions and we they innately live within us. They are naturally woven into our DNA. And the emotional component of your well-being is not where it needs to be. And it's creating a loss. It's creating a disconnect. It's detachment. I'm going to detach. It's easier for me to detach that is for me to step into this. And there's a panic. Some people that thought of, some people listening, the thought of engaging with their emotional tank causes them to panic. That that sounds more stressful than to just accept, can't I just have an empty emotional tank? Because going in there does not, that, that's just, that does not sound like a good idea. So we need to be sensitive to that as well. Yeah, definitely. It can It can be really, tempting to sit in those low places. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, earlier I mentioned that I I do uh, get sad, seasonal affective disorder. And I find every year that I'll reach a point before I start to combat it and before I start to uh, recharge my emotional tank that I almost find myself like putting it on like a comforting blanket, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a heavy, warm blanket that's familiar and it smells familiar and all those things because it can be – it's like really indulgent in a way and <laughs> it feels really like self-indulgent, but it can be really tempting and really easy to let yourself sink further into that hole and continue emptying your emotional mm-hmm. tank out. So I think – I'm glad we've spent so much time talking about the different signs uh, of noticing when your emotional tank is empty, because I do think that is the first step in then being able to recharge it is is knowing how to identify when you're in that place. It's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so right. So right. Um, on that note, how do <laughs> we start to recharge our emotional tank? Yeah. I, uh, okay, well, I'll tell you how what I do. Uh, at the same time, the thing I love about our podcast is when we come up with topics, it's because we can identify with them. I, we, we're in a journey, like, like Brenda and I realized, we want to connect and we want to relate. Our po- podcast is about connecting and relating. We're hoping that people are listening and they can relate. Can you relate to how I feel? So yes, we are hosting we are facilitating this conversation, but we are definitely in this conversation. And last, all the episodes are this way. We're always identifying with these episodes. We are only bringing up topics that are true to us. They're, they're important to us. I, I just want to make sure that, okay, I'll tell you what my, my little solutions are. And Brenda, I look forward to hearing yours. Man, I would love it if our listeners would tell us their solutions because I would I would like to learn from them as well. So this is where we're hoping our podcast extends out. Please encourage us too. 
tell us what your little secrets are. Okay. So I just need to say that. <laughs> so for me, what I notice is what really helps for me is walking slower. So in fitness and exercise, moving quickly, riding your bike fast, running, hiking, it, there's, it's a very strong movement that brings your heart rate up. So a lot of people will go and jog or run <laughs> or they'll do something, they'll, they'll exert energy and they go, that's my, that's my time. Well, no, what you just did is you put, got your heart rate up and you did something fantastic, fitness, and you emptied your brain. Fantastic. Did it fill your emotional tank? Did you walk away going, oh, I feel so alive. I feel so rejuvenated. I feel, I, there I am. There I am. Ah, oh, I have a whistle again. That doesn't always happen in exercise. However, exercise is really good physically for your body because you're nourishing your body with a healthy activity, and that's good. So we're, let's separate the two. We're talking about an emotional tank. For me, when I walk slower, I, I, I'm calmer, and my calmness brings a tranquility to me that accepts me. So when I go for my walks, I... I it's really important for me to go for a very long walk and it's a time of accepting me. I am with myself. I am content with myself. I am comfortable with myself. That is a form of self-compassion. And I find it works great when I'm going through a really hard time or a challenging time or I feel low or I feel out of sorts. I walk slower and I get lost in myself and that really helps. So that's one solution I'd like to offer, which is very different from riding a bicycle. Unless you're just strolling, but it's that, it's that, that thing of strolling, sauntering and strolling. So that would be one. So I'm going to pass it back to you, Brenda. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's almost meditative for you mm. in a way. Mm. It, when I listen to you, it sounds like in a way you're you're – explaining this idea of like slowing down, being mindful, being intentional. I do tend to be a very uh, independent and private person. Uh, for those who know me, I don't think a lot of people think that I'm a very emotional person. If you met me, you probably think that I'm fairly even-tempered, fairly even-keeled person. And it's actually so far from the truth. Like I'm actually <laughs> like a very emotional person and I wear my heart on my sleeve and it's hard for me to ask for help. So for me, asking for help is actually a really big one when my mm -hmm. emotional tank is empty to say to my partner, Victor, hey, I'm in a low place right now and I need help. And sometimes even just the act of putting that into words can be the catalyst to then yeah. get me to mm -hmm. on the pathway to refilling my emotional yeah. tank. Yeah, that's the same. It's holy. And find that comfortable word. Uh, like I was saying, if it's for people that are more of the intellect or the more, you know, aren't known for being emotions, they could even say, I'm, oh, man, I'm out of sorts. I'm, I'm off my I'm off my game today. It's something that just that recognizes and gives attention to what's really true. And for you to say to Victor, I'm low. It's true. It, it is. That is exactly what's happening. And what I love is when you said, but I'll be okay. 
when you said when you're at a party, I'm not great right now, but just give me a minute. Like, it's like, you know, just the, just saying it starts to create a filling. It starts to fill your tank. Just admitting it is turning on the tap. So good. Another thing I do, I, I'm not a napper. I wish I napped. I wish I had that component. I don't. It's a shock if I do. It's so rare. However, I carry so much energy inside me. I'm like a, inside me is like a big zip, 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 zip. <laughs> it's just like, there's a lot of those little zipper zappers going on inside me. And sometimes, many times, I'll lie down on the couch or maybe on the bed. Usually it's the couch. And I just ask, <laughs> I'm like, all right, body, how are we doing here? <laughs> because my emotional tank is attached to my human, me, the human. And I, I pay attention to my, my body. How am I okay? And that the more I pay attention, I start noticing I have stress in my neck and I have a, a low-grade headache. Or I can feel the strength, the tension in my hands or the tension in my feet. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, okay, you're not doing as well as I thought you were. And it's just because I'm letting my body tell me, am, am I okay? So for those of you who may not be as emotional, your body will tell you. You might feel a strain in your lower back. That's that's something to pay attention to. That's your body being very kind to you to go, hey, by the way, you're, you're empty. You're empty right now. So these are the things. So if you just slow down and pay attention, take some time so that, that just raising that awareness turns the tap on. Your body's going, finally, you're listening. <laughs> so you're turning the tap on. These little wins, these are little wins. None of them should be discredited. Okay, Brenda, go. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> Well, what I'm hearing us both say is that it is effective to be able to identify. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it sounds like bringing awareness to the fact that your emotional tank is low. Like, it's really half the battle. That's what I hear us both mm-hmm. saying, mm-hmm. It, you know, in as far as combating having the low mm-hmm. emotional tank. Yeah. Um, but, hey, can you I- know, I... Yeah, sorry. Let me just say, it'd be like a test. It'd be like you taking a test and you keep getting an F. And you don't ignore, and you're trying, can't figure out what's the problem. Well, it's, you don't know the subject. So maybe say, hey, I don't know this subject. I keep failing. Oh, now help is there. Now there's help. So it's kind of like that. You're yes. raising awareness yeah. so that you can receive, you can receive the help you need. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, right. Interrupt. Well, and yeah, and on that note, actually, of receiving So we want to fill our emotional tank back up. And as we mentioned earlier, you don't want to distract yourself. So for me, I think Mm -hmm. finding the things that are meaningful to me that aren't going to be a means of distraction. So for me, that looks like picking up a book and reading a book and learning instead of watching 10 episodes of Cheer on Netflix. That is something I actually did. Uh, <laughs> when I, when my emotional tank was low once because I was distracting myself. And, you know, so for me, it's picking up a book and learning something, going on the internet and learning, uh, something about somebody that I didn't know before. Um, as you said, taking a slow walk so that I can really be with my own thoughts. 
But finding these moments that I'm allowing myself to recharge with things that are authentic and are nourishing and are ways that I'm not just distracting or running away from the way that I might feel. Mm-hmm. I think that that is really a big one for me because I mm-hmm. have a tendency to, to do the avoidance tactic. And I think recognizing the feeling, letting the feeling be there is then what allows it to ultimately pass through me so that I can recharge with things that are more nourishing to my soul. You know, it's cool too. Uh, That gets segues me. My thinking here is um, when you acknowledge and like for you, you acknowledge and then you pick up a book. See the proactive. Oh, I'm low. You know what? I, I, I should just pick up a book. And I'm not lost in myself. I'm comfortable with myself, but I'm not lost in myself. You know? And what happens is people feel shame or guilt because why aren't I in my A game? That's not the question to ask. What's wrong with me? Why aren't I in my game, A game? The question to ask is, I'm not in my A game. What could I do to get me one step closer again to my A game? in my emotions. What's one thing I could do? That's a better question. Not what's wrong with me. Why is this happening? That's not the question. The question is, it is happening. And what is one thing I can do for you when you went, I'm going to, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to be comfortable with myself right now. I'm going to enjoy this. Something that um, Corey does, I really like it. It is not uncommon when I turn my phone on in the mornings to have a photo of a memory uh, on it to welcome my day. Now, why am I bringing that up? What a great way to start your day. It's a positive memory. It's a beautiful picture. It has a story. It has an emotion. I'm being thought of. I am being included. I'm, I belong. That small gesture that took me 10 seconds is a filling up of my emotions, okay? So what I've learned from that is I've noticed, and when it's happened to me outside, like in my extent circle of relationships, when I get sent a photo of a memory, I instantly feel connected to that person. Part of our emotional tank emptying is a disconnection. Is that not feeling like I belong, not being included? What we could do, all the listeners, if we if we did this, we start sending random pictures to people to say, look at this great memory I found on my phone. Or you just go through it and when you find one, send it. No, and I'm really glad that you brought that up because as you were telling me, us, not just me, <laughs> uh, as you were telling us that, I... I have some friends that do that. They'll send me a picture on occasion or I'll, they'll put it on their Instagram or something. And it does always bring a smile to my face. It always makes me feel connected with them in that moment. Um, so, you know, as somebody that's also been on the receiving end of that, I can also attest that that mm-hmm. is a really nice way mm-hmm. that you can fill your emotional tank. And I imagine that it feels just as good to do that for others as it does to receive it. And to go back to what I was saying earlier too, if that's something that you want, like it's okay to ask for help. Like it's okay to say like, oh, you know, 
I have a friend and oh, my camera is buzzing around. Sorry, guys. Uh, but, you know, it, it'd be okay to say I have a friend that um, I heard that she sends little motivational messages and that sounds like something that would really brighten my day. Like, can we do that for each other? Can you help me? Can you send me little motivational you know, messages or jokes, and I'll do the same thing in return. And we can be this person for each other. Find those people that you can be there for each other in that way. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, we're talking about building community. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening today. And hopefully you've gotten to take something away from this as well. And you will be able to learn a little bit more about yourself and what it's like when your emotional tank is empty and start to take those steps towards refilling your emotional tank so that it's full again. All right. Well, we will see you all next week on Do That Well. Bye.